0: You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network.
1: We would be honored if you would join us.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Damn Dolphins Podcast. (laughs) The damn... I cannot believe we lost to the Jets. Yeah, the damn Dolphins lost to the Jets this time. Uh, Not all their fault. Uh, The referees played a part two. Uh, We were down to our third string quarter. Injuries
1: happened. The The NFL is the reason why we lost this game.
0: Yeah. And it was all thanks to that media and their manipulation of public perception with our fearless leader, Tua Tungabaloa, from the week 3 Bills game into the week 4 Bengals game because everybody mm-hmm. was wondering oh how could you let him play we, it was obvious he had a concussion but we already went through that in our last episode so let's not circle through that point is um, Tua is in concussion protocol again this time and, the, and Mike my, and, before and
1: then, we get Mike how many times we gotta do this man Again, well, we, we need to introduce ourselves to our fans oh, and potential new fans.
0: I'm sorry, I messed up once again. It's okay. All right. So I am Madman Mike, <laughs> and Robbie T is with me. He's my good long yep. friend. He was actually at my house for for my little family birthday celebration last night, along with a couple other friends, and uh, my cousins, my aunts, my grandmothers, uh, my uh, my father, my uncle, my mom, uh, all. All the people, all my loved ones, there for my birthday, and also I want to give a-
1: alleged loved ones,
0: alleged loved ones, the, the the one, the few, the proud, and then also uh, I want to <laughs> give a nice little shout out to all the members at Lyc who uh, passed by this weekend to also wish me a happy birthday, which was really nice. Um, so I get to spend nice. the day with them. It was a nice slow weekend at my at my job, and uh, I was able to watch some football, so it was cool. It was chill. It was a nice. had fun. Um, and my mom, uh, and my parents, they got me a Tua Tonga Valoa number one jersey and with the, uh, the the aqua traditional colors. Uh, I also got a couple of Dolphins uh, headbands because uh, I need them for work because I sweat a lot <laughs> because I work outside. Um, other than that, it was very nice. Happy
1: birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Mike. Happy birthday to you. Okay, got Thank that you. out of the way. Thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, my birthday was on Saturday, but it fell on the weekend, so it just got extended for a period. What about you, Robbie?
1: I just came back from Columbia. Mm, how was that? It was fun. Uh, a friend of mine's got married. Really great wedding. I got really wasted. I got really emotional and cried because I'm a crybaby at heart. Mm. overall I'm you know can't complain I was it was a very good trip you know highly recommend it just um just make sure to say no to these dealers that keep selling you stuff because they don't know how to take no for an answer
0: yeah I know right Jesus hmm. no knives were pulled on you were they nah no, okay don't worry that was, was, was fine all right well you may dispense with the pleasantries Commander. I don't, did you ever, were you able to watch the Dolphins Jets game?
1: Uh, unfortunately, no. Um, there were they were not showing on any TVs I could have found. Well, and you didn't, you didn't miss much. Didn't have like, yeah. I was I was keeping a track of it on my phone through the the app I used to check on scores.
0: Mm. Well, my friend, you didn't miss much, man. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater got out and got knocked out almost on the first series. I think it was might have been the first play. I heard it was the first play. Yeah, yeah, it was the first play. So, basically, just to rewind it a little bit, uh, because of the whole Tua concussion incident and the whole media blaming the Miami Dolphins for possibly doing some foul play during and not following protocol, uh, they changed the rules, and so we now we have a new league rule that, which basically, um, you will have a spotter, and if that spotter sees anybody. N- either falling on the head or gets hit in the head or, and, and then get back, gets back up and kind of stumbles, uh, and doesn't show correct motor skills. They're going to pull them to the side and basically eventually rule them out of the game. Uh, I actually have, uh, some articulation of the new rule. If you would, prov- if you would allow me to read that to you, Robbie, would you like to read it? Would you like um, me to read
1: it for you? Uh,
0: Go ahead and read it. Okay. And hopefully I don't stumble over my words because I'm a terrible reader out loud. Okay, so according to the league's protocol, a player is to be removed from a game after a hit to the head if he exhibits or reports signs of concussions or if a team's athletic trainer or doctor, booth ATC, spotter, coach, teammate, game official, or sideline, or booth UNC spot a sign of a concussion. A player suspected of a head injury is then administered a sideline survey by the team doctor and consultant. This c- includes checking for a go symptoms, including a- a- atoxia, which I believe that's how it's pronounced, but I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Uh, atoxia, they are loss of consciousness, confusion, and amnesia. Reviewing video, asking the player to recall the play in which he was given the hit, giving him a standardized test for a concussion assessment and conducting a focused neurological exam. If the player clears the sideline survey and video doesn't bring up any red flags, he can return to the game. But if the sideline survey reveals signs of a concussion, is inconclusive, or creates a suspicion of a head injury, the player is taken to the locker room for further evaluation, which includes a complete NFL standardized concussion assessment tool, which is also known as the SCAT, and neurological exam if the player clears the locker room evaluation he could return to play but if he does not he can't return to the game and must stay in the locker room for further medical evaluation and a follow-up neurological exam video captured and this this relates to the Dolphins Jets game the video captured by local South Florida TV cameras at MetLife Stadium did not show an obvious stumble from Teddy Bridgewater after he was hit, prompting questions about what caused the Booth ATC spotter to rule him out. Uh, also, McDaniel on Monday said he didn't see Bridgewater stumble but indicated the team wouldn't press the league for any explanation of what the spotter saw because the spotter ruled Bridgewater out due to the extoxia no-go system. He is in the league's concussion protocol and must clear the league's five-step process to return to the field. McDaniel said Bridgewater is feeling fine right now but wouldn't be able to return to practice in a limited non well he would wouldn't be able to return to practice in a limited non contact capacity until Thursday which is tomorrow which would be the day we release this podcast in the morning so McDaniel said yesterday which was Tuesday that Tua Tungabaloa who remains in concussion protocol, is not ready to take the step to do some football stuff yet, but is being reevaluated every 12 to 24 hours. But on Wednesday, which is today, um, I think he was spotted practicing uh, in a limited capacity. So that's all I have to say about that. Mm. Any
1: thoughts, Robbie? (sighs) Uh, well, it looked like it looked like Bridgewater was fine, but I think the league has something against us, and I, I think know. this new rule is gonna cause a lot of problems long term because people do make mistakes, and people are gonna see things or maybe assume things which is not true. This is this is unbelievable, bro. I want well, you I'm to saying, rant,
0: Robbie. I I need you to rant about all those media I, people who wanted want to slander the good news. You name want me to rant, Daniel?
1: Yes. You want? Me, all right. I'll I'll rant. I'll rant. I'll I want rant. I need to put it all. i complaining about this. I I look, been, I was gonna. I've been complaining about this the last few days on my Twitter. I spent when that Tua hit happened. The next day, I refused to watch like any of these shows. Your first takes. Or your you're undisputed, you're calling cowards, you're first things first, because I knew they were gonna bash and destroy the dolphins for how dare you put Tua out there, blah 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 blah. Tua passed all his protocols that he needed to pass and was allowed to play. And by the way, that second half of that Buffalo game, he looked fine to me. Like, I'm sorry, when you're when you when it's three and twenty-two and he made a pass like that. That I, I ain't no concussed guy okay this is ridiculous that our name is being slandered so much and by the way the NFLPA the NFL they did their investigation what do you know the dolphins did everything correctly and does does the media does the media talk about that do they go back and explain do they retract anything they say no. Because Stephen A. Smith is still like, oh, even if it is, even if they did pass the it and they shouldn't have done it. What are you talking about, man? How many players through the years, for forever, they get smacked in the head, they're out for a quarter, and they're backing because they feel fine. And, and Colin Cowherd goes, oh, the Dolphins butchering it. I'm just like, they were cleared of any wrongdoing. It. I am so sick of this it's moments at least that makes me really hate media and this is why me and mike are trying to build something here because it's all hypocritical bullshit but these media people who make millions and millions of dollars a year to say stuff they quite frankly probably 90 percent of the time don't even believe in but you have to say stuff like that because you have twitter needs to be on you got to be nice to people on twitter or you're gonna get mad and complain about it and get canceled, man. Yeah, 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 freaking. Um, uh, Troy Aikman made a comment of like they need to stop, they gotta stop, they gotta make them stop wearing these dresses on these players, and he got destroyed on Twitter for that because of these safety rules that are just insane. Like the game because of this Tua hit and look, Jason Willock said this perfectly. We are changing these rules because of a player who is just that brittle. I'm sorry. And you know me. I'm a proud Tua fan. I'm a proud Tua defender. But he is just not sturdy. Period. He is incredibly brittle. He's been injured everywhere he's wa- he's been to. He's been he's been injured he, how many he's missed. Plenty. Of, he's missed at least two games every year since joining the Dolphins. It's not changed. And that sack. There is no correlation between that sack and that uh, the, the, the 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 proposed concussion that he got against Buffalo. You cannot link those two. He probably nothing could have happened to him against Buffalo, and he probably was still get hurt this badly. It's just that because of the the the. The, I'm trying to find the right words. The, the aesthetics. No, I don't know if that's the right word.
0: Optics. The optics. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for.
1: Because of the optics. Yeah, because of the optics they saw in that Buffalo game, rewrote everything. So now we're seeing these ridiculous pass, these roughing the passer penalties. The one against Brady and the one against Derek Carr, where Chris Jones literally had possession of the ball and he got flagged for roughing the passer. Because of these new rules this is, this is, this is the unfortunate truth to, to if you fans are listening to us which I know you guys are. you're not going to make football safer. Football is an inherently dangerous sport. Just like a firefighter, a police officer, a coal miner, a, a, a construction worker building skyscrapers in the 1920s, those are inherently dangerous occupations they get well compensated and at the end of these NFL these millionaire, these millionaires are literally making millions of dollars playing football playing a kid sport they are getting compensated they I, I know I'm saying these words wrong but they're getting paid very good money to risk their bodies this 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 world that we need to turn football to flag football because what happened to Tua is insane it's insane and it's wrong and, and I'm just so tired of just hearing this bad mouthing on the Dolphins. It's all our fault. This is all happening. We literally did everything right. So it's it, it amazes me how it seems, it seems we can never escape through always some random controversy, man. It's always something with the Dolphins. Like, Steven Ross is suspended right now for like the year... And somehow, just the fact that he owns the Dolphins, it's just something. It's always something. And I'm so sick of it. And everything is going so well. And we're proving people wrong. We both love Ravens. And it's just like everything's coming, crashing down yet again. And I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of this hate we get. I'm so sick of the two hate. I'm so sick of all this crap that's going on with this team, bro. And it's just—it's driving me nuts. It's driving me nuts. The media is driving me nuts. I—I—I I, I, I literally hate the media right now. And it's just gonna, and I feel like it's just gonna. There's a snowball effect that's happening, man. I don't know, man. I just, like, I have so many, like, things in my mind. It's hard to even construct a, a sentence about what I'm complaining about. The point is, I'm frustrated, and we lost to the Jets because Jason Sanders misses a field goal, which he's been doing a lot now, and they just the defense is not performing up to standards. Everybody's getting hurt. Ugh. Like like I didn't even watch the game. But I was keeping a track of it on the phone app I was using this whole time and I was going crazy with some of the things that were happening. Anything, Mike, on your end?
0: Uh no, nah, man. We're down to our third string quarterback, but I don't really want to make excuses about that aspect of it because um Because basically, you know, I I believe like Skyler Thompson is at least on par with Zach Wilson. Like, I'm still not a believer in Zach Wilson. I've seen him play for a year and what? A year and what? Five games? So I'm not really impressed with what I've seen. Maybe he's taken a little bit of a step. Maybe he's growing a little bit. But, you know, it's still the Jets. Uh, It's just very unfortunate and it's frustrating knowing that. They changed the rule because of us, and the first people that get screwed on this new rule just happens to be it's us. Is is He did because everybody he, did Everybody even... had a whine and bitch and they had to manipulate facts. Oh, Tua's gonna be out for the season. Two Tua, Tua's not gonna play against the Sunday against the Vikings, but he's gonna but apparently he's gonna be back like the following game. So he's not gonna be out the whole season. I've I've, I've said I've said that he's gonna yep. be back sooner and by the rather way, than later and for, and... forever. But because these these guys on TV who aren't even like i I mean they're supposed to be real journalists or whatever but like basically they're just feeding opinion without even doing like the due diligence there's no there
1: is no such thing as journalism anymore everything is agenda driven political driven and just just i just just making these ridiculous takes just for the sake of saying a take.
0: yeah it's just like have heavy opinions uh and like, granted, they do a good job sometimes of like putting some facts and substance behind them. But in this case, it's like they didn't even read, they didn't even listen to the press conference by the coach or the quarterback. They didn't read the details that that you know they followed protocol correctly. They didn't they, they didn't do anything. They were just like, let's just pounce on the Dolphins. Let's just pounce on the Dolphins. Let's just pounce on the Dolphins. And in the end, the like. Like what we said on our on our last episode, they did everything correctly, and they were and they were found innocent of any sort of wrongdoing. And it, it, deep down, it was like the NFLPA guy, uh, their neuro- neurologist, that apparently uh, I don't know, didn't follow things correctly or didn't do a correct evaluation. I don't know, they found something on him, where eventually it led to him getting fired, and then the investigation, and they fired him. Before the investigation got concluded, and then after it got concluded, they um, the NFL made a statement saying, like, well, if he worked for us, we probably wanted to fire at him based on the details that we found out about the case. But because of media and public perception and, and them just, like, triggering people with their takes and opinions, they've manipulated – the, the public mindset of, of the casual fan base because, dude, there's so many people that I, I, I encountered over the weekend, like knowing, you know, and they know I'm a big Dolphins fan. They know I love the NFL and stuff. So they always ask my opinion about what's going on. And they they all were saying, oh, he should play for the rest of – Tua shouldn't play for the rest of the year. How could they let him play? um he, He's going to be out, man. They're going to be shutting him down. That's, that's it for him. And none of it is true. I've had to explain to, like, at least a handful of people that – no, the, like none of that is true. He it's it's a concussion like any other, and the only thing that looked bad about it is that his hands, his fingers went in the air and, and crisscrossed, and he was stuck like that for a period. But apparently, like uh, you know, he flew, he went. Think he, about this. He checked in the Think hospital, about this. Part. He flew home with the team, and he and he, yeah. and he, was, and he was back around the team. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say
1: too. Yeah, I was gonna say that like. The doctor, the actual hospital with doctors who are trained for stuff like this. They were just like, okay, you can go home. He yeah. didn't stay overnight. He left with the team. Dude, just got concussed and, you know, just, dude, it was just a bad sack. And he's, unfortunately, a brittle guy, so he's just going to absorb more pain than other players. Yeah, it's, just it's just the just unfortunate like, I mean, truth. He, he's, is-
0: he's a tough kid, but, unfortunately, his body is not proven to be durable and that's it but everybody's like because of the optics of the whole thing people are like acting like it's like like he's like he's like he's laying in the hospital bed still i don't know but anyway but who is going to be back uh, after this week and it really sucks we start off 3-0 and we lost our last two games because of quarterback injuries or quarterbacks having to leave the game and uh you know, we could've I, I feel like we could have been five and zero right now. I really think we had a chance against the Bengals before Tua got hurt. They then it kind of collapsed after that. The Jets game, uh Skylar came in. We kinda closed the gap a little bit, and then all of a sudden things fell apart in the fourth quarter. Um it's been hard, especially when you your your third string quarterback, Skyler Thompson, has to go into the game. When when Teddy Bridgewater, who got injured on the first play, uh, took the majority of the of the reps and snaps in practice and everybody was talking about how they had full confidence in, in him and how he knew the offense and and how he had chemistry. And he was talking about his chemistry with Teddy, saying that uh, they communicate all the time, especially like on deeper patterns on how te- Teddy's like, oh, I need you to be here on this route. I need you to be at this depth uh, on on this other route. Uh, you know they always talked about uh, where they wanted each other on the field, and or, so that when you know they could throw that big play, they know exactly how to do it and have it, uh, you know, turn turn into a completion. But um, uh, yeah. So um, I don't know. I think from from what it looked like to me, it looked like Brees Hall had the the Jets. Brees Hall, running back, is for I think what what was he like a first round pick this year. Um, it looked like he had a big game. Uh, he was pushing people over, and uh, you know the Jets scored 21 points in the in the fourth quarter, and you know, they kind of led toward Dev deficit. Mike, you there? And, Did and you, there? Did you come off for, a for a the Dolphins. I'm not, I'm not necessarily panicking, but man, if you're Mike McDaniel's, it's it's got to be frustrating. It's, it's got to be really frustrating right now. But it's it's, really you know, in his press conferences, he's chill. He's just like. He's just like, all we can do is just move on to the, to the next guys, you know, like that's, that's realistically all you can do. He's not, he's not really dwelling on the past or being frustrated with any calls that were in that game. And he's just, he's moving on because literally it's out of, he's, he always talks about it. Like if it's out of my control, then there's no point in throwing a tantrum over it pretty much.
1: Mm-hmm. So um,
0: that's where we're at right now. And, uh, a lot of the Dolphins' captains are injured. What I think Tyreek Hill was like seen in a in a walking boot the this week. Uh, I think he had to leave the Jets game at some point. from uh, Armstead, the Dolphins' star left tackle, had to leave. I think it was on the second series of that game. So, um, uh. So a player named, uh, I think it was Brandon Shell had a step in at left tackle who he was relatively new and they had him in the practice squad for a little bit. Greg Little was still at right mm-hmm. tackle um, because Austin Jackson, our, our, our starter at right tackle, uh, is injured as well. So, um, And I said it before the season, I said it before the season, I'm like, look, all it takes is an injury on the left side and the right side to just have our offensive line back to the way it was from last year. And granted, there's... Different players there, but when you're missing your two starting left and right tackles, and they've actually were playing well, mm-hmm. uh, it 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 really just creates headaches on offense. I thought Skylar Thompson was under pressure for a good amount of time on that game. He got his hand hit on a pass that that led to an interception. Um, so let's see, let's see. Toronto, okay. As far as the Dolphins' captains being out. Teron uh is dealing with the, that nagging toe injury that eventually got the best of him, so he didn't participate Wednesday. Xavier uh, Howard, groin injury, which he kept trying to play through, and then that Bengals game and injured him, so he's been out. He missed that last game. Uh, who else? Uh, Tua, concussion back and ankle. He's been out last you know, one and a half games, essentially, Uh, Jalen Waddle's dealing with an injury, not a team captain, but whatever. Uh, Christian Wilkins is still around and, uh, and Tyreek Hill is uh, dealing with a, let's see where he is here on the injury report. Uh, where is he? I don't even see him here. Um, well, I think he's dealing with like an ankle, like an ankle or a leg or something. Um, let me see if we can find it. Injury report uh, Terry Hill is dealing with a it's a quad and a foot injury uh, but he had full participation uh, today in practice which is Wednesday so that's good um, a lot of guys a lot of guys here a lot of notable guys were limited Zaven Howard was limited uh, guard Robert Jones was limited cater Ko was limited uh, Armstead didn't practice Bridgewater didn't practice because he's in concussion protocol, so he's not gonna practice until tomorrow, which is Thursday. Mm. Uh Raheem Moser didn't practice because of a knee, which uh surprise, surprise, he's had he's he just entered the season coming off an inj- knee injury. So we'll see about that. And Durham Smythe, who scored a touchdown uh on Sunday, dealing with a hamstring injury, so he didn't practice. So we'll see. There's plenty. Look, there's Thursday, there's Friday left, so We'll we'll see what's going on with some of these guys, and Jalen Waddle. Good good news for mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle. He, he practiced today in full, so so good. We're, we're most likely to have Jalen Waddle uh, for Sunday against the Vikings. So yeah, uh, so I don't know, uh, Robbie. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um, I just. I think it was pretty bull what happened to Teddy Bridgewater getting knocked the quote-unquote knocked out. He never stumbled. That was clearly a mega overreaction by this spotter who is not even like a real doctor, right? Like, who is this spotter?
0: He is asking- a... He is a uh he's a non-affiliated member of the team. I think he works in a, in a capacity between the NFL and the NFLPA. Uh and I don't know, he just works up in the booth and I guess he spotted him. Um let me see. Oh man, I had I had something written here about where it was and who he was. I mean, I, I not individually, but at least his position. Um I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't I don't have an answer for you right now. But it's anyway, ridiculous. but you know, he works with he works in some capacity between the NFL and the NFL PA and their job is to spot players who are demonstrating poor motor skills after a head head hit and uh and I don't know, they got this one wrong or they were too rash to uh rule him out. And I mean, I don't know. It, it, and it seemed on Sunday, man, we had so many like uh, we we just had so many instances and plays in other games. Not only the Dolphins Jets games, but like there were, there was plays around the league where they were just so careful with the QBs and them getting hit. I mean, there was the there was the one in the the Buccaneers game where uh, was it Grady uh, Grady Jarrett like went to sack Tom Brady and threw him to ground. It was a rushing roughing the passer. Chris Jones in that Kansas City game, he, uh, what, he sacked Derek Carr and took away the ball, and then they threw a roughing the passer. The Dolphins-Jets game, uh, I think Melvin Ingram came in. And hit the quarterback, and that was like roughing the passer because I think he went too low or something. And then the, the one after that, Christian Wilkins came through the backfield, sacked Zach Wilson, but I guess because he put his hand on his face mask. He didn't jerk the face mask, but apparently, if you're touching uh, hand, hands to the face on the quarterback in any sort of capacity, that's going to be ruled as a roughing the fa- passer, too. So, and the thing is, the thing is, that what I hate about some of these plays is that, like, Like it's it's just it's so momentum killing for the defense. I mean, like it like it to be one of these players and you make a great aggressive player. you do everything right. You get to the quarterback, you bring the quarterback down. And because of how you brought the quarterback down, it negates what you all the work that you did, all the things that you hope to accomplish as a defensive player, because they don't they don't get a lot of glory. Uh, so when you try to make a play to get yourself some glory and it's negated and not only that, that it's a penalty on you and it's an automatic first down for the offense in 15 yards, like like it's just such a momentum killer. It just, it, it's like you go from the highest of highs to like the lowest of lows in like 30 seconds of, 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 of what you did right. I mean, and I'll always remember that play last year that Landon Roberts did, in, in the it was Week One, Dolphins Patriots in Foxborough, in Gillette Stadium, I think it's still called Gillette Stadium, and and Elandon Roberts, uh, the Dolphin, the the Patriots were like inside the five or inside the ten or something, and Elandon Roberts, uh, the linebacker on the Dolphins, he just shoots through the offensive line he blows up the pass protecting running back just blows him out blows him out he just he just hits him and the guy goes flying out of the way like a freaking rag doll and he gets the mac jones uh, trips him up for a sack and because he went too low the uh, patriots get a like, get a first down and it, it's it's very frustrating man it's just like we have to like i know quarterbacks run the league and they make the most money and they're most important and people go to games to watch their quarterback but we gotta we gotta quit cradling these guys sometimes, man. Like, defenders got to bring mm-hmm. a guy to the ground. Like, like, you gotta make sure he goes to the ground. What if, what you're gonna tackle him like softly? You can't hit him too hard. Can't hit him uh, too soft. But then but then at the same time, you can't let him get away because so then then you look stupid too. So it's just like I don't know, man. Defenders got to hit the quarterback, okay? And if it's not too egregious, I just think we should just. Let them do it, man. Give them give them the sack. Um, that's all I got to say.
1: This game is becoming fa- um, flag football, bro. It's really sad. It really is. It's just sad. It's really sad. It's just sad. It's, it's really sad. All right, Mike. I think we should. I think we spoke enough about this Jets game. We didn't really have to watch that much, but um, yeah, for the we, most we part. Have to. I mean, it was, um, it was close. It
0: was, they lost forty to seventeen. I mean, is like what what's really there to talk Red. about? We're just trying to encapsulate the attitude of the team at this point. I think.
1: <laughs> Long story short, relatively close game up to the third quarter, and then Jason Sanders misses a field goal, and everything went. Tumbling down there from hill from there. A lot of the jets mm-hmm. uh points were caused by turnovers and good good enough field position. Um yeah, that was pretty much um that's kinda how it is. You know, that's kinda how it happens when you're, uh, not, you're when you're doing capitalizing on your momentum and everything can go downhill from there um injuries are biting us at the worst time uh the only benefit is that the scheduling is going to get a little bit easier and we still have to deal with the vikings so and that's who we play next at home so all right mike um your opinion what's going to look like for dolphins versus vikings dolphins uh plus three and a half
0: Uh, Dolphins. D- Dolphins are underdogs by three and a half points. Um, we got Skylar Thompson. We're not very healthy right now. Dolph, uh, the Vikings did beat the Bears, but then again, the Bears aren't very good. But the Dol but the Vikings did kind of look good doing it. Um, unfortunately, I, I pro- I, I think the Vikings are, might get the best of us, depending on what our team looks like going into Sunday, and who's available. Um. Yeah, I think I think the, there's a good chance that the Vikings get the best of us right now, which would make us three and three by the end of this Sunday, and that gives us three straight losses after three straight wins, and then uh, it's a typical Dolphin season after that. We're we're average. We're trying to just mm-hmm. you know win enough games to get into the playoffs and and make up for uh our our three and start and trying to get back in it. Um. Uh, we need two back. Uh, we need the offensive line to get healthy. Definitely. Uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully Ty- Tyreek Hill can, uh, come back. I think I gotta, I think they're optimistic that he will play on Sunday. So hopefully, uh, him uh what it sounds like he's sounds
1: like he's gonna play from what I mean, Not for from what, from what I heard. He is going to be playing for sure. Tyreek yeah. Hill.
0: Uh, hopefully him model Skylar Thompson and, uh, and the rest of those guys, Gasecki and, uh, you know, all, all the rest of our offensive guys could uh, gain some chemistry this week because uh, Skylar Thompson, uh, I saw today that he was getting the majority of reps in practice because the Dolphins got to be careful with Teddy Bridgewater and Tua's not going to be able to play. So Teddy's <laughs> backing up Skylar Thompson in practice because, well, one, he's not even able to practice, uh, you know, really until as of, tomorrow. As of those-
1: as of this recording, Skylar Thompson is going to be the starter for the upcoming game. So that's already yeah, been confirmed.
0: As right? of this recording, yeah. So, uh, which is good because um, I think uh, I think by now we have to, as much as we think Tua is a winner and Tua can is a is a pretty good quarterback. Um, I think the Dolphins have to start. Uh, Looking either uh, long term or just for the next heir apparent or successor to Tua, because uh, I think I, I think right now we have to factor in that uh, you know because of his durability, we we have to move on. His durability, his lack of arm strength, whatever you want to call it. I didn't really, you know, I could, I, w- Again, I wasn't that big on the lack the arm, of arm, the arm strength the arm, thing. The arm you strength is not other the better. arm
1: strength, us yeah, the arm strength I can live without. Peyton Manning didn't have the strong arm either. Like it's a little overstated, but his durability mm. is just way too alarming now. It just says though. Yeah, like he is a dude who, mm-hmm. and I said this in the last episode, we're looking at a guy who has uh, a Sam for Chad Pennington kind of durability where he's probably gonna get hurt at some point. It, it's it's insane. It's sad. It sucks. Again, very talented guy, but he just he's just is he just always hurt. And I think in a position like quarterback, availability is always the best ability. Simple yep. as that. <laughs> We've seen it the
0: last the last two years when he's not on the field, uh, it becomes a disaster. <laughs> it really does. I mean I mean what uh he went down with that rib injury in twenty twenty one we lost a whole bunch of games in a row. He he comes back for the first two games, and, like, we just lose by, like, a field goal in both of those games. Then we start going on a winning streak. Uh, and then this year we start off 3-0, and then uh, he's not available for the last two games, and now and now we're 0-2 in the, in the last two weeks. And we could be 0-3 by Sunday. And I don't want to sound too pessimistic, because I think Skyler Thompson can do some good things. Um. But uh, the Vikings have a lot of good playmakers too. They got Thielen, they got Justin Jefferson, they got uh, Daniil Hunter. I think they got some other good, really good defensive players too, and they got uh, Dalvin Cook. Um, and, and uh, as far as far as uh, I don't know, it's just it's just very demoralizing. <laughs> and also, <laughs> one of the Dolphins' issues, man, we got like we got to get to the quarterback. We gotta get to the quarterback, and I we're just not, haven't. seen not, you, it know a, you know what's a you know what's a
1: bigger issue actually. A Few weeks. You know what's a you know what's a really bigger what? issue. They have. Mm. You know what's a bigger issue in my opinion, actually. They have. They have not. The they have not created turn turnovers. Like we're one of the worst forced turnovers in the team. Uh, we're one of the worst turn like we're not creating turnovers. It's not like last year where every there was always like a sack or an interception in our hands. That's hasn't been the case in the last few days.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so turnovers, not necessarily getting to the quarterback. Uh, we we need to work on those things because um, uh, we need it. We need to, we need that right now. We need to start. I mean, I know the defense has been on the field, and and you know they they were at first they were used to playing somewhat balanced with our offense the first couple of weeks, but now it's now we need them to kind of step up a little bit and help out the offense by getting us the mm-hmm. ball back, and we can't have the offense uh, turn over the ball. I think uh, I think the last week against the Bengals and this uh, this past week against the Jets, so I think we turned over the ball twice each time and the other team kind of took care of the ball. And, and, you know, that was one of the deciding factors in the game. We can't have that happen. Um, mm-hmm. But overall we're, we're just, we're, we're banked up. That's it. I mean, I, I don't know what, I, I don't know what else to say. Injuries. Um. But I, th- injuries. Yeah, injuries, Uh. I hate, I hate this whole concussion scandal because now it just continues because, because with the new rule now, uh, it affected us again. <laughs> you know, it's like we we it's it's out of our control, and it's just affecting us. And it's just uh, it's just another typical uh, damn dolphin season. Uh, for now, All right, Mike. until and we'll, I mean, uh, we'll see what happens when Tua
1: gets back. Well, we'll see for real. Well, yep. he won't be playing this Sunday. That's for sure. I can't be staying this long this time, Mike, so let's try to rush things a little bit. Um Yeah, I mean I got nothing else so to say. I mean you got your just, five picks the week. So yeah, so before that, just um clarify one more time Dolphins versus Vikings, who you got? Um I'm taking Vikings. Alrighty. I will also take the Vikings more than anything um, so I'm. It's weird. Like it's a three and a half spread. I'm not. I, this is not part of my picks. Uh, for three three and a half points, so Miami would be the play. But uh, again, we are dealing with a third string quarterback that has not really played against actual first stringers at all or anything like that. And it is against a Minnesota team that is four and one right now. Can have its moments, but. In the end, Kirk Cousins on a 1 p.m. random game, early the random 1 p.m. game. He's he is pretty amazing at those kind of games. If this was a Sunday night game, then I'd probably take Miami. But yeah, um, it looks like we're. Let's hope that Skylar Thompson shows something, but uh, let's just hope all the others uh, get it, get in and play and play. Um. All right, so yeah, well, we'll be doing now the five picks of the week. Mike, can you please play my music? I know you're not playing music. Yeah, got it down, buddy. Editing, but I'm gonna. I like. Mm -hmm. I like saying it anyway because I think it's funny. Alrighty then. So I know uh, we're at what week six right now, or we are we at week five or week six? We're We're officially week week six, six, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first things first, week five. Um, another winning week. We Went three and two. Um, I told you all. Take Dallas. Oh, take Dallas over the Rams. I t- stop. The Dallas Cowboys has a great defense. And Michael Parsons, the runaway defensive player of the year. Uh, and something about the Rams, I'm just not loving right now. They have not lived up to their expectation as a as a defending champion. I don't even know if they even reached the NFC Championship game for the way they're playing. Um we took the Bengals and the points. Against the Ravens, the Ravens win by, I believe, two points. Correct? Uh, I think so. The yes, Ravens. they did. They did. So, so, like I said, oh, why are you gonna put me on the spot okay, like that? I, the I know they Bengals won. I know they won. And they covered. Always. I I'm sorry, Mike. I'm oh, the saying, Bengals I'm covered. Yes, yes. Um, uh, yeah, the Bengals did cover. Yes, the they Bengals won by two, three points. and a half. They, 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 they. The Bengals lost by two, but they covered and like i said those are close division rival games two teams that are going to fight for that division crown maybe a potential playoff of a battle at some point between those two teams and yeah and i just i thought something about the ravens like i still think the ravens are the better team but i thought that game was gonna be close and atlanta once again 5-0 Five and zero against the spread. A touchdown late. They did get screwed over with that penalty for a potential chance of getting a chance of trying to win that game. We covered anyway. Uh, Seattle unfortunate loss. Their defense is really bad, and uh, it's I can't believe I'm watching like a really really bad Pittsburgh team. Like that Pittsburgh team is even against. I know it was against Buffalo, but you you would hope Pittsburgh would at least go down bro. Um, but yes, so we did so what again we do to know the winning record. So that's after a pretty a Pretty nuts whatever start for the first two weeks of being a winning record winning record winning record Let's continue that trend with uh, my week six of my five picks of the week uh, First things first so by the way all these spreads are from Bovada as of this recording, so I'm basing all these spreads on these. So these are my choices I'm picking for this week. First things first Cincinnati Bengals minus two against the New Orleans Saints at New Orleans. Um, again, I am not sold on this New Orleans team. I think this New Orleans team is incredibly overrated. I think Vegas is, is overrating them. It's only two points, I'm only giving two points. Which games are decided by a field goal? So if I get a field goal, if Cincinnati wins a field goal, I win this game. So I get the better, more healthy playmakers. I get a an underrated defense, and clearly the better quarterback because the Saints—they're—they're—they're they're, they're literally running a three-quarterback system at this point. Like this, James Winston has a bad back. Andy Dolan is. Is a, a water pistol now, and, and Taysom Hill is just a gimmick. Um, and they put up a lot of good numbers against a Seattle team that has no defense. Um, Cincinnati is clearly a better team. They're playing in the dome. They're gonna, they're gonna score. They're gonna like. I just, I just think Cincinnati's the better team. I think they're rolling right now. They're Their, their offensive line is playing much better. They're figuring it out. They're still not good at running the ball, which I don't like. I think they need to feature more. Uh, Joe Mixon. But Cincinnati, better team. I'm only giving two points. They'll win by a field goal, probably. So I'm taking Cincinnati minus two. Next up, uh, New England plus two and a half at the Cleveland Browns. Um, to be honest with you, this is a very unusual line, in my opinion. Like the Browns have been okay so far, but New England—I'll give New England this. New England's defense is still playing very well. Uh, I don't think the, the the Bailey-Zap drop-off and Mac Jones—that's here. I think they're a pretty physical team for the most part. They're not getting killed. I think—I think really it was only against us that they looked pretty like mediocre. Even even against the Ravens, it was somewhat close for a while. Um, and you know, everybody knows Bill Belichick's hatred for Cleveland. I, I think I get I think I get the way better coach team. I think I got a, a better coach team. I I, I mean, Jacoby Brissett versus Zapp Bailey Zappy. Is there that much of a quarterback difference in skill sets, honestly? Um, and again, I like the points. I get two and a half. Would have loved this on three. But I think I think New England. I think actually New England's gonna win this game. I'll take New England plus two and a half. Next up, unless you put like another song. Oh well. Uh, Well, we got here. The Kansas City Chiefs are home underdogs against the Buffalo Bills. They are. Plus three. I I gonna need to bring this. Let me just say this again. I'm gonna repeat this again, everybody. The Kansas City Chiefs. And this ain't the. This ain't this ain't the the Todd Haley with the third stringer. At one time, they played in they played against New England on a Monday Night Football game where they like they like the ESPN would barely advertise them as who the New England is playing. This is Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid. Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, as home underdogs against the Buffalo Bills. This plus three. You got to be crazy. Look, I don't know if Vegas is forcing me to take that bet. I don't know is this line is even correct. I is Buffalo really the better team? As of right now, are they the better just team? Smack the Steelers right now. I'm
0: thinking on paper.
1: They're just proving a point. I don't know. The, the The Bill secondary is still messed up. They still can't run the ball. It's just Josh Allen doing the running. Kansas City is a little bit more balanced. I think they're. I think Travis Kelsey is just a major play, playmaker as. Stephon Diggs, and they're at home in probably the second or loudest or number one loudest stadium. probably is the loudest stadium in the league. This is a potential AFC championship battle. I think Kansas City is sick and tired of hearing about how Buffalo is the clear-cut favorite. I think Patrick Mahomes is sick of hearing that Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen is the MVP frontrunner, this and that. Look, I think this is gonna be. One, I think this could be an epic 4 p.m. primetime game. I do think this is gonna be an epic game. I believe CBS is doing this game. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a war between two teams that are clearly the best in the AFC. Two teams that are gonna probably meet in the AFC Championship game again. I know Buffalo has a score to settle. Maybe Buffalo does win this by a point. I don't know. I think right now, if you tell me right now, I think Kansas City is the best team in the league. I think they're better than the. I think they are better than Philadelphia, even though Philadelphia is undefeated. And I just think they're better. I think they're just a little bit right now better than Buffalo. I, and I it's just it's three points. I mean, if this was three and a half, then it's just oh, yeah. But I don't I don't know if Vegas wants me to bet this. I am gonna take this though, but dude. When is the last time the Kansas City Chiefs? When is the last time Patrick Mahomes was, was a home underdog? Tell me that. I'm not Mike. sure. Tell me that. But
0: I'm not sure. But it doesn't, have, it doesn't happen often. I'll tell you that they have a great they have a great uh, home record, and it's it's hard to bet against it. Uh, as uh, if I was to defend the Bills, um, I know they play erratic at time. I know, uh, at times I know they had like their their slumps throughout the game, but then they could turn it back on. Um, but let's just say like as, as far as like overall scores go. Uh, through throughout the season so far they've they've relatively held uh these aren't exact numbers but they've relatively held all their opponents uh from uh like around like le- less than 21 points on defense uh, the highest they've allowed on defense was against the dolphins and that was 21 points uh, all season so far um, against the bad teams that aren't clicking right now, they spanked the Rams thirty-one to ten. They spanked the the Titans when they were uh, trying to figure out themselves forty-one to seven. A close game with the Dolphins, who kind of had their rhythm going at the time, and uh, and another close game against the Ravens, who uh, kind of know what they're doing on offense, but their secondary uh, isn't necessarily the best. But it was another tight game uh, against two of the better teams there. So it could be a tight game against the Chiefs, but I, I don't I'm, – I'm not – I don't know. I, I, I don't know uh, – I, I, I know you got a bias against the Bills, Robin. <laughs> like, that's all I'm going to say. I know you don't want to believe it, a, but, but the I Bills do are have good. A, I do I know have they're a, a little bias. inconsistent, okay. but they okay. get – but the results are, are shows Mike, for themselves.
1: Mike, 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 but I But I, I do, but it's hard for me to bet the, the Chiefs. Bills could probably win by – look. Yes, I apologize. I'm sorry if I'm interrupting. You. You're right. I do have a bias. I've never denied that. But I, but I really do most, at least, and I promise you, fans, my picks I pick here are at least 99.9 as least biased as possible. In, in the world of sports betting, you have to be unbiased. I have, I have, there have been bets where I picked I've picked against the Dolphins, because I know better. I know better. Like if you, can't just pick, you cannot just bet with your heart. I just think the Chiefs as a three-point underdog—that is insane to me. It's not even a pickup. It's not even like a point difference. It's a field goal at their place. Remember, home teams get three points. So you mean to tell me that the that the so you're saying that the Buffalo Bills on a neutral field would be a six-point favorite over the Chiefs? I, I just don't believe that. I don't. No. I think the Chiefs, I, and I really and I really believe, I'm saying, I'm just saying, at this particular moment, maybe in another four weeks, something will happen, and the Buffalo Bills will be the better team. Remember, Odell Belkin is still out for the block. There have been rumors that Odell Belkin, Odell Belkin could will join the Bills. Who knows what happens? I'm not denying, I'm not denying the Buffalo's, like, overrated. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that. I just think that. And this spot I just I just have to take this I have to I don't care if this is a weirdly priced I I'm sure Nick Wright's gonna say this is a beer careful I I I just think right now I just like Kansas City more. I just think like come on man I just trust Patrick Mahomes more I trust Andy Reid more I I trust Travis Kelsey more I have to take this bet. I know we've been taking a lot of time with this particular game but, I'm sorry. This is just too juicy. I just cannot pass Kansas City at home as an underdog. Again, this game could be decided by a kick from Tyler Bass from 55 yards for the Bills to beat the Chiefs. And I still win the bet? I, I have to take it, man. I have to take it. All right. Um, next up, um, I-, May- I don't know why I'm really considering this if this was a little bit higher I would definitely take it but I'm still gonna take it I know this is silly fans but again a lot of again it's not just about the teams it's about the number it's the number the number remember that Mike the number Um. The number Denver Broncos plus five Denver Broncos plus five hear me out everybody just hear me out for one second Denver's defense is still one of the better defenses in the league. They got real defensive talent. It's a divisional game. They division game. They're playing the Chargers, by the way. So it's Denver Broncos plus five on Monday Night Football against the Chargers. Divisional game. So they're always going to be close regardless. Denver still has one of the better defenses. Denver has looked has. I know Denver has been terrible. I know they've not been looking good. We don't want another primetime game. And I know Russell Wilson now with the reports that maybe his soldier was a little banged up. I know he's taking a shot for that. And I know this is a I know this is at Los Angeles. But remember, the Chargers are the worst home team home home crowd advantage in the league by a mile. they do not have a real fan base in Los Angeles. That is gonna be a lot of Denver. I guarantee you at least 30% of those fans are Denver fans going to that game. I think they I think Russell Wilson's getting sick of the negative coverage they're getting. I think the I think the I think the Thailand is getting sick of the never negative stuff he's getting. Even though I don't buy into him as a coach. But also and also remember, it's it, this Chargers team is also banged up. They don't have Rashawn Slater, he's out for the year. Kane and Allen is still out I believe Uh, I think Nick Bosa is out a little bit as well so this is not exactly the healthiest Chargers team and and Justin Herbert Justin Herbert yeah he's talented but he is also a dude who will throw a pick he's gonna throw a pick to Patrick Sertain at some point I think I I think the Chargers will probably win this look I still and also I just want to point out Kings that are embarrassed in front of the world—they usually do bounce back. Denver knows they were completely embarrassed about the, the indisputable disaster of a game they had. Uh, I think Denver bounces back. I actually think they'll get the upset win over the Charges. But this is a this is going to be one of this is probably going to be another ugly close division game. I expect a few turnovers happening in this game as well, and I think it's just too many points plus five. I'll say Denver wins by a field goal, but it's just too many points. So even if the Chargers maybe get their field goal win, I I, I was still covered. So I'm taking Denver Broncos plus 5. I'm taking Kansas City plus 3. I'm taking the New England Patriots plus 2.5. And, and I'm taking Cincinnati minus 2. I do need one more game. I am still kind of looking. There are some games I'm kind of deciding. Um, I think I'm actually going to go ahead and go with... You know what? I'm going to go with, I know this sounds silly, but it's a lot of points. And again, this is just strictly points. I'm going to take Carolina plus 10.5. Let me explain why. They just fired Matt Rule. So you know what that means. These players now, they're playing for their jobs. So you're going to see the absolute best out of that defensive line, which and that defense, which is a strength. Christian McCaffrey, at this point, is probably playing to get traded somewhere. He wants to look good for a, t- for a potential Super Bowl team. Maybe a Buffalo gives up a pick. Maybe a team that really needs a running game Pick up C- Christian McCaffrey, and I'm sure he wants to look good, and I- I'm sure the team wants him to look good so they can get some tradable assets. This the same as a pretty good defense. And no Baker Mayfield, by the way. P.J. Walker, an XFL standout. Two's got two wins, by the way. He's a, he's two and zero actually, as a starter with Carolina. I'm sure he wants to play good enough to continue to have a roster spot somewhere in the future as a you know as a third, second stringer, third stringer guy. And again, this Rams team. Again, I've been saying this for weeks now. There's something about this Rams team. I'm just not buying. I just I'm not loving this team at all. I I don't. I'm not impressed with this team. I think they're too reliant. Cooper Cup, it's just a one man offense. It's a one man offense. Uh, Matthew Stafford, I believe, is leading the league in interceptions again. I don't, I don't, I think that 10 to is as effective as game. They're not, their offensive line is really, really not that good, and they're gonna play against a very, very underrated defensive line. Again, do the Rams win this game? I believe they win this game, but Carolina plus 10 and a half again. I'm betting the number. I think the Rams will win this game, but I'm getting a completely motivated Panthers team that wants that again, these players, they're playing for their jobs now. These coaches are playing for their jobs. You don't think Steve Wilks wants to get a, get a second chance, kind of like prove people that I got screwed over by Arizona because they gave up on me so fast. I say, I say the Rams win by a touchdown they are the better team. But, Car- but Carolina, they're going to play their hearts out. And they're going to probably maybe play a control game. Keep the game close. So I'll take Carolina plus plus ten and a half at the Rams. Uh, so just a final recap. Carolina plus 10.5. Cincinnati minus 2. New England plus 2.5. The Chiefs plus 3. And finally, Denver plus 5. Opinions, Mike, and you have any picks of your own?
0: No, I I like the Carolina plus ten and a half, uh, especially because you're get going to get the best out of Baker Mayfield this time. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I do as like in, the like, plus ten as as and a half. He's not, it,
1: Mike, I just, like, I'm, I'm, that was car, that was sarcasm, right? Like the best as in, like he's not playing. That's yes, yes,
0: playing. of course, yeah, yeah. But um, but plus ten and a half is <laughs> it's, it's too much for the Rams to to beat the Carolina Panthers by from what. I understand the Panthers have some good defensive pieces there. Uh, Los Angeles Rams offensive line. Uh, I, I'm I would assume they're still banged up from last time because the Cowboys all they did was harass uh, Matthew Stafford with no protection. Uh, I could see um, some of the pair liners, uh, s- some of the Panthers pieces uh, doing doing similar things, making it kind of hard for their offense to go up and down the field. I remember, the 49ers, the, the game before, harassed uh, the Rams as well. Um, so it, it, it could be a struggle for the Rams to, uh, you know, get hot or whatever. And we've seen it all year. that it's, it's hard for them to get hot this year. They're going through some offensive struggles. I mean, Cooper Cup is really all they have. Everybody knows he's getting the ball, but somehow no one can still stop it. But it, it, it's just too many points, so I like that. Um, the Denver game, I don't. I, I wouldn't expect Denver to win, but because it's a rivalry game, I could see them covering. Um, unfortunately, uh, Russell Wilson and that offense have. I mean, it's funny because like you, you look at the yardage numbers, and they're kind of teetering in the middle of the pack as far as like yards per game and rushing and passing, but they just they can't score. They like I I, I don't know what it is, but they. Just have just fundamental issues on offense. It's just like it just looks bad I mean, they're coming off of the one of the the like more, one of the most ugliest games ever Like they 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 could kind of move the ball up and down the field but as far as like punching it in and scoring uh, They're second worst in the league right next to the Indianapolis Colts who they just played and lost to at home in mile high and uh, They're averaging 15 points a game and it's it's really sad what we've had to watch as far as that denver team goes but i could i could i could see i can make the argument of uh, against the chargers with them covering the what was it plus five you said yeah it's plus five Yes, plus five um the chargers kind of have been quiet they've been winning their they, they've been winning their games but um yeah, their their offensive line's a little banged up, and uh, but you gotta find a way to stop Austin Eckler. I think I think the key to the Chargers' offense doesn't really run through Justin Herbert. I think it runs through Austin Eckler, and and if Herbert doesn't have him. Uh, it's over. Like uh, that's that's what I think. I don't, I don't think Herbert is as good as he is. I get it.
1: <laughs> Again, uh, I like this, yeah, Denver Denver de- de- this Denver defense is this Denver defense is legit. They are keeping these games ugly and close. Again, it's not it's the number, It's the number itself. This there's, there's it's actually kind of a weird line because you would expect maybe a, a minus seven, but again, I get I get the better defense, I get the points. I don't, I'm not, I don't. Is I'm Brandon? Is Brandon Staley even a good coach? Like, or is he just a dude that's kind of living off of Justin Purpose skill sets? Cause he he's also he's a go he's a little too much of the analytics go to guy go for a guy. Uh, I know he failed a conversion. I think it turned people off the wrong way. Uh, I I'm not I'm not in love with uh, Brandon Staley Look, I like Nathaniel Hackett I think sucks like Brandon Staley is better than Nathaniel Hackett but I don't think the drop off of Nathaniel Hackett uh, Brandon Staley to Nathaniel Hackett is as like a, like a super deep drop off in my opinion. It's, uh, I, again, I like, um, like, I'm not saying, I li- like, I, maybe, maybe deep down I still have a little bit of hopes this Denver team, Russell's, turns around, because I do have a lot of respect, loving respect for Wilson, and I do think there's, this team, I'm hoping in time will figure it out, but again, I, again, they, I, they could probably lose this game, but again, I, I have, what I want is the number itself, five points is, in my, Anything else, Mike, for tonight?
0: Um, I mean, if you like taking points, you could take uh, the Steelers to cover the Buccaneers. Uh, the Buccaneers, like they, they've been playing I, a little bit over the last two sets so as I, far as their offense goes, but
1: nah, huh. nah. Look, I, I will admit that's not a bad bet, but after that after that after getting killed by 30 yeah uh, yeah. after like that's
0: shellacky. but if you purely just want to play the numbers I mean it's plus 8
1: it's a uh, it's pretty widespread I'm, I'm, um look man I'm a gambler bro sometimes you gotta take these wacky bets that are like don't really make sense on paper
0: well yeah. I'm just throwing it out there anyway, for conversation man, so. I'm gonna have to let you go um
1: sure okay
0: okay you gotta go Okay, well, I'll just finish up yeah, that. I so do anyway, that. it's just a big spread. It's it's plus eight. The Buccaneers haven't exactly been dominant on offense. But at the same time, the Pittsburgh Steelers can't stop anybody and they don't have an offense either. But if you just purely want to just, you know, chuck one up in the air, plus, uh, you know, Steelers to cover plus eight, uh, it's not – I don't believe it's something too bad to, to throw out there. You know, a small amount of money. Anyway. So this was uh the Damn Dolphins podcast. Uh Madman Mike signing off, Robbie T signing off. Uh we gotta go back to lo- everyday life. We had to cram this cram this episode in here for a while. So um yeah, we'll see. Actually, the, actually, I'm, still, I'm still, still on vacation actually. Invite. So
1: Oh okay. I'm still on vacation actually. Well, I gotta so. go back to work to so my my life is okay. Boo Oh okay. Right, well you're just you're well then. you
0: you know. You got stuff to do. Alright, anyway. So uh, signing off. Later. Thanks for listening, guys. Later. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network.